Hello, and welcome back to Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sip. I am Jeanette, your wine connoisseur, um, social media enthusiast, and fashion icon. I will be your host for today. Um, <laughs> I see the faces, but you know, I feel like we should proclaim uh, what we want to be in life. Uh, today, we have a really fun and uh, interesting episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about true crime. Now, mind you, this isn't a true crime podcast, but we do like to dip our little toes into uh, other topics aside from talking shit, although today we will still be talking shit. Uh, we're going to be talking about three major televised uh, crime crimes murder mysteries, I don't know, whatever you want to call them. And those would be OJ, Casey Anthony, and Scott Peterson. We will dive into them momentarily, but I would love to hear what you guys are drinking today. Um, I am drinking a little uh, screwdriver or a vodka OJ, you know, just to toast up um, a notorious murder who got away with it. Um, so, Not yeah. you toasting to OJ. I'm toasting to, <laughs> wow. to OJ. We're not, and, wait, wait, we, we can toast later. Wait, we're well, just drinking right now. <laughs> I'm drinking to him. How's that? I'm drinking to him. Wow. In memory of his R.I.P. away with murder. To OJ. <laughs> this has gone R. off R. the rails so soon. <laughs> so R. quickly. R. <laughs> yes, yes. This is your girl, Jossie Pill. And I'm drinking the Swamp Nest in honor of all the bodies that have probably been dumped dumped in the Everglades in the swamps. Um, I'm dead. I hate this. They looking like a true Floridian. Not it's the true. goddamn swamp nest. Oh my god. Swamp nest, swamp meat, whatever you want to call it. Swap shop. I don't know. <laughs> For my Floridians, like Broward County people, Damn, go swamp ghetto. <laughs> fucking ghetto bro no but shout out to all the dead bodies that have definitely been dropped off in the everglades my drink is called suspicion um you know because Ooh, all these bitches be suspicious and be causing suspicion and hopefully we will do the same tonight for all of you thinking about did they do it they definitely did it but how did they do it I think I could be a narrator for a true crime show if I'm being honest. I'm drinking the Shamar Moore. Ooh. Oh, no. He is my favorite <laughs> oh, hell no. true crime actor. So I'm drinking a nice tall drink because he's a nice tall man, a very fine man. So I'm drinking the Shamar Moore. A beautiful chocolate yes, man. Yes. <laughs> Love to see it. Love to hear it. Well, I am drinking... If the glove fits and, you know, (laughs) I'm a firm believer of no glove, no love. So it's honestly very appropriate that my drink is called if the glove fits. Um, All right, great. Well, without further ado, we're about to jump into the deep end of the pool here. Real quick before we begin, though, I do want to make a brief disclaimer you know, obviously these are real cases. So real people were affected. 
We mean no disrespect by the comments that we're about to make. And if you are interested in any of these cases and you want to do your own research, we invite you to go on to the cyber web and kind of figure it out by yourself. We're not going to dive deep. Well, we'll dive a little deep, but then we're going to swim to the shallow end. So <laughs> we're not really going to stay in the deep end for too long. Let's begin with probably the most famous case out of the three that we will be discussing today. OJ Simpson. Okay, so I'm going to let you all know what happened. Most of you probably already know, but some of you might be Gen Zers. Uh, some of you might be, you know, I don't know, living under a rock. So OJ Simpson is, is he's still alive. Uh, he was a famous football player back in the 60s, 70s. He married Nicole Brown, um, divorced her. During their marriage, they did have some domestic, domestic abuse. <laughs> yes, yes. Domestic abuse uh, claims to the police. Um, they later got divorced and his ex-wife, Nicole Brown, and a friend of hers, Ronald Goldman, were stabbed to death in her home in Hollywood. It was honestly a very gruesome scene, allegedly. Um, and they did have like a ton of stabbings. Like basically they, they went in there and they went, they went ham. Um, so harshly that Nicole was almost decapitated. One could say it was a crime of passion. You know, I'm foreshadowing. Okay, so basically, <laughs> yeah, decapitation's passion. <laughs> we know well, no. what kind of murder Jeanette would commit. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying you're passionate like, about decapitation. If I don't know personally, side note, if I don't if I don't care about you, I would probably just shoot you. But like, if you like really piss me off, I'm gonna stab you to death. They you know say I mean? stabbings are very personal. Like yeah. to stab someone repeatedly takes effort, so you have to have rage. Right. Like, yeah. That doesn't A just come from like. Is yeah. that what it's called? Right. So that okay. ties so into why a lot of people husband. think Jeez. that ties into why a lot of people think OJ did it because he was, you know, Ron Correct. and Nicole were very close. And right. And he had enraged. pretty much like an obsession with her. Um, they made at a hotel and the night he met her, he's like, I'm going to marry her. So I guess it might have hurt when they got divorced and maybe he wasn't over it. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway. Uh, no, they were divorced when she died. Key factor, though, the homes were only minutes apart. So Nicole lived in her home with her two children. And then um, OJ lived like, I don't know, five, seven, nine minutes away in his own home. So both bodies, uh, I, like I said, suffered multiple stab wounds. And OJ pleaded not guilty. Um, the result of his trial was he was acquitted of the two murders. That's why if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. And that's where that famous line comes from. So I'd like to hear from you ladies. What do you think? Did OJ do it? Have you guys heard of the case? How do you feel about it? Was a lot of people also, let me stir the, t the pot. Let me throw some tea in there. A lot of people said that Ronald McDonald, no, Ronald Goldman and Nicole Brown were a thang. Um, but that's neither here nor there. He basically was going to drop off something she had left, like some sunglasses or something or a book. And I think he was just kind of a, a bystander. Wrong, place, wrong time. Yeah. Yeah. I thought but a lot of people, an affair. a lot of people do speculate yeah. that. So what do you all think? Like a trainer or something or a, masseuse? a server? No. So they were I both think... servers. I okay, listened to yeah. a podcast with actually his sister. His sister was on it. And like his family have been very open about the case. Um, like his sister and his dad. And basically Nicole and him were like the, they 
first met, they were like the first people they met when they moved out to LA. Like Ron wanted to be an actor. She was like, I think starting out as a model, whatever. And they were waitresses and waiter and he was a waiter, obviously. So when they first started out, I don't know if it's the exact restaurant that OJ met her at, but they have been friends even before she had met him. Um, And so a lot of people said that they were just very close. He always kind of like looked over her and looked after her, especially after the divorce and whatnot. And yeah, I don't necessarily know why he went over there, but I remember um, they were talking about how he had a shift at the restaurant that day and he didn't show up and he was not the kind of person to ever do that. Like he would call, he would let someone know. So him being gone, like caused huge concern and whatever. And then that's when they found them. But from hearing the sister's point of view, I don't think they were ever in like they had an affair just because they met before. And I think he was just kind of like this nerdy guy. He probably had a crush on her, you know, like probably wanted to do anything for her because she was beautiful, whatever. But I don't think she ever like reciprocated that. That's my own, you know, conjecture about it. Great. Thank you, Natalie. Do you think that beyond a reasonable doubt, he did it or where do we stand? I would like you guys to just tell me because personally, I've always thought he did it again, the crime of passion. I feel like, you know, if you love someone, that's when you stab them to death. (laughs) But if you look at his history, he wasn't always like a super smart kid he was bullied growing up and a lot of people said that he just wasn't built for murdering especially he used to hit her like correct obviously he was aggressive and his first wife his first wife has gone on record to say that he was abusive during her during their marriage as well chris jenner who was like a very good friends with the family like went on record saying that like there were different times where nicole had said like if anything happens to me like OJ did it like OJ's going to be the one to like kill me like she was very afraid for her life right and I think that there was a lot of stuff going on that had nothing to do with the case but impacted the case so much yes. race relations in the U.S. um the LAPD's like integrity being called into question all the time so I think that there was like a lot of stuff going on simultaneously that worked in OJ's favor to mm-hmm. be acquitted um but right. like I think if that if that this murder were to have gone on today like DNA would have proven it beyond like right. he said there was like a one in something billion chance that the blood yeah. on his gloves wasn't hers and it was a yes. glove found in his so I just like people have been convicted for less so I don't know how right. the hell he no 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 like, Amanda you make two really good points that I want to touch on real quick for the listeners so DNA was relatively new when this happened back in the 90s so you know for us in 2021 DNA he was there, he did it, period, case, case closed. But that wasn't the case. It was new. And people didn't really believe like, you know, oh, what is what is DNA, you know? So that's number one. Another thing that Amanda touched on that I want to expand on a little bit, and predominantly the reason why people think he didn't do it, this was a point in time where there was a lot going on in terms of racism. For example, Rodney King was relatively fresh in the California people. And they did a survey at the time, and I believe only 10% of African-Americans thought he did it. So as you can tell, there was a huge African-American solidarity. Also, real quick, there was a glove found at the murder scene. And then this cop that found it, you know, put it away for safekeeping. And then he went over to OJ's house to be like, hey, you know, here's what happened, da 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 Coincidentally finds uh, the other glove. And then that's kind of like the main evidence where they find these gloves. Later on, they come to find out that the same cop 
I think had been guilty of um, yeah like he had made racial slurs racial comments Mm. and he had been accused of police brutality towards black citizens in the past so it did have I think OJ had fantastic attorneys first and foremost because shit to get you out of something like that you have to be really good but I think there was also like it was almost like a perfect storm for him where he had Mm. the racial kind of like support you know and he had the tension and well the other side of of that it was in LA you know and like this whole case was happening in California where OJ Simpson was a star he was the guy from UCLA or USC and you know his football career he was perfect he was untouchable like they people adored him because he was I would say one of the first predominantly you know black influential figures I guess in terms of I would say in terms of sports that could be totally incorrect, but, um, you know, he was so influential in the community. The fact that it was happening in California, people backed him hundred percent without even knowing, you know, any of the facts about the case. I don't so know. I lot- think, I think he was guilty. Like, I think he was just, you think he guilty. did it hands I down. He did it hands down all like, by himself. I saw, uh, yeah. I saw a documentary recently, the one where, um, the guy from friends was in it. Oh, yes. Sure. I, I saw <laughs> that Ross. one. That Ross. one. David but, Schumer, uh, Yeah. I saw the like the fictional reenactment of it. So obviously it's not like hundred percent accurate. But when they were talking about the glove and how he stopped his medication so his hand would swell up and not like the glove wouldn't fit him. So like when he put it on in court, it didn't look like it was his glove. Like watching that, then all the 911 calls that they had as evidence were Nicole literally screaming, like it's scared out of her mind of what he was gonna do to her. Like all the things just add up. But I think he did it. I think he did it. Hands down. I think he did it. I don't think he did it. (laughs) I think he, I've, me and my mom have talked about this for years because she lived through it. Um, I, we believe, me and Sister Sonia, um, believe that he hired someone to do it for him. That's where I'm at. But like, you think he was responsible whether directly or indirectly think, for her death. I think he's guilty and yes, but I don't think he physically was there and stabbed her. And no. did it and all that. So now let yeah. me ask you this, Jocelyn. Do you think that the gloves were planted or how did the, glo- like if he didn't do it and he hired a hitman? I, I feel like the gloves were planted. I mean, okay. they had a cop who was a who was known for being a dirty cop. So I think yeah. it was- I do want to point out one thing real quick that well thank you Jocelyn I am actually really happy that you said that because (laughs) and I also want to call I never knew that I've never heard the point that Vanessa made about him not taking his medication I've never heard the medication thing but I do know that he he wore latex gloves because they were still like evidence so as he I mean think about it what if you wear like leather leggings there's no way you're going to put jeans on top of that you know what I mean like he had latex gloves on as to not like contaminate you know, correct and so mm-hmm. you know he's not like you know what you're, you guys get what I'm trying to say I do want to say real quick uh we have someone from reddit our favorite <laughs> our favorite fact website oh my god reddit sponsor us um basically this person says I don't think OJ did it period like he doesn't think he was involved he doesn't think he had someone do it um they touch on the time period which again the houses were minutes apart but OJ was later that same night he was flown out to Chicago I think for like something and although he was late to to be picked up by the driver the driver was like knocking on the door and he's like hey where are you 
I mean, we've all been guilty of like oversleeping, Natalie, um, myself. Um, I was about to say, and- I hope you call yourself out. <laughs> yeah, bitch, like, me too. We're always late everywhere. Like we're late when the Uber's going to pick us up from the club or like even from the house to go to the club. So, you know, the man was probably at home chilling. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate. This is not what I believe, but let's say he was at home chilling. He fell asleep. He's getting older. Like maybe the limo driver didn't knock hard enough. Maybe he was real tired, you know? And he was only like, there was only like a spare amount of time. And I don't have the exact time, but I believe it's anywhere from seven to like 15 minutes that are unaccounted for. And I feel like if you're yeah, going to commit a murder- And how do you have enough time to like, if you to get the get blood back and you. shower and like- yeah. That's why you hire someone to do it. No, like, that's okay. So I, I will say this someone. person, this person on Reddit says, um, the whole thing was a mistaken identity gone <laughs> wrong. The glove was planted by a racist cop to frame him. In fact, the entire country seems set on seeing a black man convicted for the murder of a white woman. The trial was a circus. OJ fled in the white Bronco with plans of suicide at the devastation of losing his ex-wife. And because he was not emotionally in his right mind in the situation, not because he was guilty. Um, I guess we'll never know for sure, but I think he's innocent. You see, I Um, feel like the white Bronco thing just like further implicates him. Like, I don't think you do that because you're not guilty. Right. Like, right. at the brink of killing yourself, like it's probably because you know your life is over anyway. Like, or he would have assumed, like, okay, this shit's like I actually did this, you know. Like, maybe he didn't know what he was doing at the time. Maybe he went to go confront Nicole over something else, and because it seemed like they had issues even after their divorce with right um, domestic violence. So maybe he got there, saw the guy was there, and like maybe. It sounds like if they have issues with domestic violence, there's no way jealousy didn't play a part of it. And maybe he always was jealous of her relationship with this guy who like had known her for years and he like right. lost it and didn't That's really like cognizantly know what he did. And then the next day, like shit hit the fan or a couple of days yeah, later, right. shit hit the fan and he lost it. And like, like, I don't know. That's just like how I would feel someone would unravel after doing such a yeah. gruesome crime of passion. I like, think I that's like what this... writing on such a high in his life. He's right. known as, like the football star, the the guy next door. Like he's known as all these things. So he's he's been writing on this high for so many years that he's like he almost thinks of himself as being invisible, right? So invincible. it's like I can get away with anything I can do. And then he does this. Maybe probably I agree with Manny. He probably blacked out and then was just like, "What the fuck did I do?" And like now I'm being committed for murder. Like fuck, now I am guilty. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think if especially now when we talk about I know I say I already said that I thought a hitman did it but I don't know maybe I'm backtracking who knows but um but with the stab wounds I feel like I feel like if you're a hitman you're just gonna do one pop in the chest another pop in the chest check the pulses done you leave the fact that you stand there because you're enraged that like who else and here's the other thing this is the only thing I've, I've realized when it, the only thing, the thing I've realized um, when like listening or reading about murder stories, stuff like that, it's like, okay, if it's not these people who have perfectly good motive, not good motives, but who have motives to do it, who else? Like all we've ever heard accounts for about Nicole, like if they were targeting her, which I, I think we all believe that they were, what reason would they have for killing her? I mean, we've heard so many people say how beautiful and nice and sweet and how she she was just young and she was in the industry and she was just starting out like what other motive would people have to kill her like what maybe would someone she do wasn't so nice maybe, maybe she wasn't but... so sweet honestly natalie i'm glad you heart is a bitch 
I'm glad you, yes, honestly, all, all sweethearts are bitches. I mean, prime example right here, but Natalie, I'm glad you asked that question because I'm going to leave our listeners with this final food for thought. If not OJ, then who? I'll tell you who. Okay. I just said that. Um, <laughs> just I'll said tell that. you. Bitch, I'm repeating what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm leading on to the answer, bitch. Hear me out. Have y'all heard of uh, William Deere? No. Who the hell is that? He's the author of a book called OJ is Innocent, and I can prove it. Oh, God. Dun, 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 dun. Get, go okay, to bitch. it. So the story goes something like this. <laughs> My first kiss went a little like this. Um, so, Dear God, Jeanette, spit it out. <laughs> Holy hell, please just get to the point. Basically, he claims that OJ took the bullet for his son, Jason Simpson. Jason Simpson at the time was a 24-year-old man. Um, and here are some of the reasons, the proof, as he calls it in his book, as to why Jason did it. Wait, Jason's pause. Can like, I guess? One of them, he had a mental, dis- the kid had a mental disorder, right? Natalie, let me run through it. So I'm guessing. Jason, I wanted to, I yes, wanted to guess. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Don't pin Natalie for I doing mean, her not, research. I mean, med- not a mental history, not a mental, uh, fuck, what the fuck did you say? A mental disorder? disorder. I don't know if it would be considered a mental, a mental disorder. history. <laughs> but he has a medical history. Um, I guess it, I guess it could be a disorder, Natalie. He's a actually, medical right. history of a mental <laughs> god all right basically damn struggle bus tonight the glove must fit is really fitting on me tonight this wine is clearly (laughs) all right so jason had medical history he was diagnosed with intermittent explosive disorder i've never heard of this prescribed neither have i and honestly it sounds like something i might have i was gonna Um, say i feel like i identify with this disorder i stay exploding (laughs) out here um, so either from one or end or the other, but anyway, intermittent explosive disorder, and he had drugs prescribed to him. The drug Depakote or Depakote, never heard of it, but it controlled his seizures and rages. Okay, most he importantly, seizures keyword, and raged. Wow. Keyword rage. Okay, um, he had attempted suicide a few times, and um, the one time he had stabbed himself in the stomach. Oh, that sucks. That's Wild, incredible. right? Then, literally six months before the killings, Jason had visited the emergency room. Because he, he had heard voices in his, in his head, and he said he felt as if he was going to, and I quote, rage. And I'm not talking EDM, like he was going to rage, <laughs> angry rage, okay? And yeah, basically, he stopped taking his medications two months before the murders. Maybe this is what Vanessa heard, and she maybe like swapped it with OJ, but- he did have a violent past. Um, he had ne- nearly killed a girlfriend and cut off her hair with a knife. He had att- attacked another girlfriend in another fit of rage. Jason was 24. I think I said this already when he was murdered, but he was on probation for assault with a deadly weapon after he attacked his boss with a kitchen knife. Okay. Who murdered I said, that's his, Wait, did like, you that's say his Jason, of Jason was murdered? No, no, Jason. I think she meant before his mom was murdered, he was 24. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. he was 24 okay. at the time of the murders um and yeah basically he, like he had father, been using like these son. knives i was gonna say he, well where do you think he got the fucking raid from okay his i dad. do want to say though mm-hmm. just because he was a football player he'd been hit in the head a bunch of CT times yeah. is a thing. Oh, Aaron sure yes yes um without a doubt so that's pretty much it the weapon i think he touches on the weapon um the mental medical history i'm sorry 
the episodes he's had before. The motive, though, I think is interesting. She was due to have dinner with her family, including her parents, at the Beverly Hills restaurant where Jason was a chef. And he was, you know, that's where his job was at. He put a lot of planning into it. He bought the food. He was cooking. He was looking forward to showing his talents. Basically, it just says that, you know, he finally found something that he was good at. However, Nicole changed the plans last minute and she said they wanted to dine elsewhere. So he was probably pissed off. And honestly, think about it. Like, it sounds like something petty to us, but like sometimes when people do have mental disorders, the smallest things can be um, the biggest I'd, things. Well, I have anxiety, but I'd still be pissed. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, especially like disorder. if he's someone who was trying to like show off his talents and then his mom's like, actually, never mind. I'd be mad too. Shit. Right. The alibi, I get you, Jason. I feel you. You're not crazy. I feel you. Honestly, there's there's a lot. So I invite anyone who is further interested into this uh, Jason theory to go down that path. Um, I think we all kind of said something along the lines of like, yeah, he did it, whether it was himself or he hired someone. I'm going to say that I'm not sure. So personally, beyond a reasonable doubt, I cannot find him guilty. Neither could a court. That's exactly correct. Because I think there's a lot that, you know, maybe was rushed into. um, And, you know, that's why these trials are sticky. And that's why I guess technically they could be considered a mystery. Maybe I'm part of like the 0.01% of the U.S. population that's not sure he did it. Um, But yeah, the majority of the people out there do feel like he did it. And that's on that. For those of you that don't know, OG's a free man. He's out there making TikToks. Um, he went to jail for a little you. bit. He went but, to jail yeah, for like burglary. He yeah, yeah for he burglary. went to he went to jail for normal things like burglary. Um, I just I <laughs> not don't normal. That, a normal. Still a criminal. Still <laughs> a violent man. Just burglarizes on her. <laughs> well, you know still what? abused women. Let's also make sure agreed, we make that agreed, point. Agreed. Agreed. I'm not brushing any of this under the rug. I'm just saying. In regards to this particular case and this particular trial, I'm not like 100% sure he did it. Um, Any final comments before we move on and shimmy on down to the next one? OG did it. He did did it. it. I think he paid someone to do it still, but the Jason. Didn't he write a book called If I Did It? it. Yeah. And he literally, and there was one interview. Hold on, because the link you sent me showed or like said this he did this interview that was locked away like the files were put away for years because it was so like sticky with what was going on where he went into like exact detail of like talking about himself in the present and he was like and you know and then I looked and it was horrible and I'm like what the fuck this dude but also but also think about it like if your son does something like that and then he like wakes up from his rage and he's like fuck dad I just accidentally killed mom and her friend as a dad, you go over there, you help him clean up the scene, you help him do whatever you can, and you probably had, know he wouldn't have had enough time. Know, but you probably know all. You probably oh know all these details that I get the detail. I mean, like know? it's more like I feel the emotion executing. behind. I feel like executing it. He didn't have enough time. Yeah, to do it. Like if he yeah. was going to clean up the murder, I don't think he. I don't think he had enough time to go help his son clean up the murder, be there for the driver, go to Chicago. Like that doesn't make sense. So I feel like if he did help his son clean it up, he wouldn't have been talking about it with such emotion because he wouldn't have seen it because he wouldn't have been able to see it firsthand because he had all this other shit to do. So like, I don't know, that's just like those things like there's, I don't, you can't prove it in court, but like the human condition will give off things when it's seen something so traumatizing. No, that's a good, it's a good point. I can't 
prove that to a court of law and I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not trying to, but like, that's why I know in Amanda's court of law that he did it. That's the only one I give a shit about. Thank you for leaving us on that cliffhanger, Amanda. Uh, Food for thought for those of you that are out there listening with us. Okay, so next up, and I'm moving kind of from most popular to least popular. Next up is our girl. Actually, no, disregard. She ain't our girl. (laughs) Don't you dare call her that. What the fuck is wrong with you tonight? I don't mean like our girl. I'm saying our girl. like, yeah, we dab keep our fellow gossiper. That's not, no, no, next up. No, I'm saying like, because she's like a Florida girl, you know, like she's from the state of Florida. Okay, disregard. She's not our girl. I'm from the state of Miami. (laughs) She's not our girl. But next up is uh, probably the most, she has been called the most hated mother in America. So we'll Next up that. is a murderer, Casey Anthony. <laughs> That's definitely is next up. Straight up murderer. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Period. Next up is uh, America's girl. <laughs> the most hated girl um, Miss America. in America. <laughs> Just call her Miss USA. Oh my god. No. Uh, so Casey Anthony, for those of you, again, that are not familiar with this case, she was a young mother. I think she had her daughter, Kaylee, at the age of 19. Basically, she's a mom that's known for habitual lying, partying a lot. At the time of Kaylee, the daughter's death, Casey, the mom, I think was just kind of living her best life. Kaylee was a two-year-old little girl. Yeah, she was a party girl. Listen, so am I. So I get you. But I don't have kids. So and I also don't murder them. So (laughs) so there's that. Um, But basically, not yet, at least. Just kidding. Damn. Ouch. <laughs> not you. Kidding. Not you using this tape for I'm me. So years down the line. <laughs> I'm so scared of this energy right now. Yeah. Just kidding. Dawson's so kids will have a permanent invitation into my home. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So side note, or actually main note. The, They're going to uh, use that clip against me. Yes. Yes, they out. are. In the, in the court of law. They're Johnson going to be like this people. one time, five, <laughs> ten years ago on her podcast, she joked about killing her children. This is being she said, said CPC right said now, that, bitch. Yes. CPS. Get it right. CPS. The ASPCA. The they're going to come That's get That's how I know her parents never threatened to call it on her because... <laughs> She got the titles wrong. Where my mom used to tell me all the time, "Put them on speed down, but to no." That's the first. That's the first acronym I learned. Um. All right. Well, back to Casey. So she was young. Her daughter Kaylee was two years old with her parents. The grandparents were taking care of the child, uh, for the most part. But they had a big argument. Casey storms off with her daughter Kaylee, and that's the last time that they see the daughter. Time goes on, and the grandmother keeps asking, "Hey, I want to see. I want to see Kaylee. I want to see Kaylee. I want to see Kaylee." And Casey just kind of blows her off and says, hey, you know, she's with the nanny. Um, you know, you'll see her later. She's being taken care of. Da, 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 da. And she kind of like dicks her around for a good amount of time. Like a uh, month like or this. something, right? A month. A total month goes by. And she, the mom basically tells her, all right, you need to take me to the nanny. Like, I need to see her that, like, that she's getting well. Takes her to the nanny. And the nanny... Um, Surprise doesn't exist. So, um, no, but that's yeah. what the police find out. The yeah, mom like she like was driving Kaylee. her around and like right. the mom. Yeah, basically. So she says, "Take me to the nanny." And no, Casey the mom calls her. the police first. She says, "No, the daughter no, no, that's not what she, happens." No, no, Casey. Uh, let me finish, please. Uh, Casey 
takes the mom around uh, in this like drive around town and she keeps making left turns and right turns and is kind of like <laughs> dicking around and she's like, oh, actually mom. Then like after hours of driving her mom around and bullshitting her, she st- she breaks down in the car and she's like, actually mom, the nanny, her name is Zaneda, but she called her Zanny the nanny and we'll touch on that later. Um, Zaneda or Zaneda or whatever the lady's name was. Zaneda the nanny, Zanny the nanny took Kaylee and and I just haven't told anyone because I'm trying to take care of it myself. Um, the grandma gets really pissed and she's like, you're stupid. Like, why would you do this? Um, we got to call the police. That was a so then, lie. yes. So the mom calls the police and she's like, my granddaughter's been missing for uh, 30 days or a month or however long the period of time was. And then the 911 lady's like, why would you only just now tell me, like, why have you guys called the authorities? So now this case is open, right? They're out here. They're looking for the little girl. The police gets involved, obviously. And Casey lies about a bunch of other things, such as where she works. Um, the fact that they, she claims she worked at Universal. They go to Universal and then she does the same thing. She brings them in and out of like hallways and everything like that. First of all, I don't know how the fuck she got to Universal without a pass because, mm-hmm. bitch, I could barely make it through I Universal. The same thing when I saw the documentary. I was like, what kind I'm of like, clearance does this bitch have? But no, like, what kind of security do they have over there? They probably hired the same people they hired for the fucking capital to be out there working at Universal because <laughs> anybody can clearly get into Universal nowadays. <laughs> but anyway, so she she bullshits them around at Universal. And then she's like, after like, I don't know, over half an hour of walking around, she's like, oh, actually, I don't work here anymore. I worked here years ago and then I got fired. And the police is like, okay, bitch, so you lied to us. Um. I forget exactly how they find out that the nanny doesn't exist. Well, but and she then the same, the same thing happens with the nanny. That's what I was bringing up. That's what oh, I was yes, thinking. Yes, yes, like, yes, the yes. same thing happens with the nanny. They're, she's like, okay, yeah, she's actually with the nanny. And they're like, okay, like, what the fuck is this bitch's name? Like, what do you mean? And the police go to the They find a the lady address. They, who unfortunately they to, has the name, but she's not right. an actual nanny. Right. I think they go to some address first that, like, doesn't exist. And then they're like, what the fuck? And then they find the lady's name. They meet the lady. And this woman's like, I have no idea. This lady's like, literally, my name is just Zaneda. Like, (laughs) that's my only crime. My only crime is that I have a ghetto-ass name. Honestly, me too, Zaneda. (laughs) My name is Jeanette. (laughs) spelled Yenith. So don't worry, girl. But anyway, um, Nanny doesn't exist. And she's now lied to the cops several times. To give you kind of the end of the case, and there's more details, we'll jump into them momentarily, but basically um, she is found not guilty of first degree murder. She's found not guilty of child abuse and she's found not guilty of manslaughter. She is however found guilty of giving false uh, false information or essentially lying to the police. She is then sentenced to four years, but they credited the time that she was serving while she waited trial. So essentially, she was released weeks after the trial ended, which pissed off most, if not all of America, I, right? I was shook by this case. I was shook mm-hmm. if, I think I was maybe senior in high school or I was a parlor. No, we were in the eighth no. grade, Jeanette. We were young. We were super young. He said senior in high school. No, this is 2012. No? no. And the verdict The murder out? was 2008. Yeah, yeah but no, I'm four about the years. I'm talking about the trial. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, that it sounds like it about right. I think yeah, the trial- to be honest, when the murder came out, I don't actually vivid, like remember. She it was found not guilty in 2011. Yeah, so it's the summer of us going to senior year. That was a junior. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I do want to hear, before I jump into deets of, you know, 
evidence, why she may have not done it, etc. Vanessa, do you think she did it? She didn't do it? Tell so I am not as well informed as my fellow gossipers here. So as I was with the OJ Simpson one. So I'm going to say I'm not sure, but from what I'm reading, from what I'm reading, relax, relax, relax. Yeah, oh God, I was supposed to say you're insane. From what <laughs> I'm reading, it's literally screams guilty. And like, I'm following the timeline that CNN released and just how they found the cadaver dog smelled the decomposition of the body three days after she reported missing or whatever. I was just like, how did this go on for so long when they had so much evidence built up there's just so much evidence at first i was very much like i'm not sure because i don't know the details but as i'm going through the timeline i was like no like well i think why it took so long was because she didn't say anything for such a long time right like she didn't make she didn't say that her daughter was missing for like a month and then it took them like another month and the only reason why they found her was because like a meter guy saw a plastic bag um and like poked at it because it looked odd to him and then a human skull like skull popped out and that's yeah. how they were even able to see where did they find her at again and like so it, was, it was it was it was a random yeah it was it was close to the house it was within a five mile radius of yeah. the home where of her she parents lived house. listen of her parents I house. read and that it was parked in lake blanchard park by so I believe that. yeah she lives in those woods by. Yes, she in those woods. Here. They found her in those woods behind Lake Blanchard Park. So For all of us she, listening, parks that we've been to. Yep. I have she, been to. Um, she, the person that found the bones, the remains is what I'll call them, um, was just a city worker. And I think he was doing his job. He actually would have, no, he would have never found them. He just really had to take a leak. So he parked his car on the side of the road, went to pee. And that's how, as he was peeing, he notices this bag and he like tapped the bag with something. And then he noticed that like a skull came out. So he thought it was like a Halloween costume. And then he's like, oh shit. Then he calls 911. And that's how they find the remains of Kaylee Anthony. May she rest in peace. So here's the thing. Um, Wait, let me go. You asked Vanessa, can the rest of us go? go yeah, yeah, honestly, go ahead. Go ahead, Natalie. I was and then, for my turn. Yeah. Go ahead, girl. All right. Tell us. Let me. I'll spit it out for you. And if anyone wants more, watch the Hulu documentary. If you do, you will literally be like, this bitch is so motherfucking guilty. First of all, so I'm going to make guilty. a very big statement. She was definitely sleeping with Jose Baez, oh, her attorney. Oh, we know that. She was, the was, most yeah. she was yeah, charging her that. with Wait, what happened? She was what? So she was sleeping Jose with Baez, Jose Baez, who was also the guy, if I'm not wrong, got off George Zimmerman, correct? Yes. Uh, I believe Aaron Hernandez. So. No, oh, was it he, the he, Aaron Hernandez? He was the he Aaron was, Hernandez guy. He was the second yeah. He was a very he was a very good attorney. That's all I, I know. know. I'm he, not saying he, he was, didn't do George Zimmerman, but I know he was the Aaron Hernandez. Okay, so that's maybe what I'm referring to. But anyway, so he was her he, attorney. Yes, he's a high profile already at this point. Ass lawyer who is probably so expensive. This is some bitch who was living with her parents that mm-hmm. I don't even remember if she had a job. Like I, maybe she was. <laughs> She was like partying all the time and doing drugs, whatever. So it came out that like, yeah, she was definitely sleeping with him, that she would literally pay her legal fees and blowjobs, first of all. Mm -hmm. So that's one part. Two, the mom, if you like, the mom is a huge part of this. And I think she helped her cover it up. Like, I think the mom really thought that she knew because listen to this. Didn't she call 911 though? She called 911 and she told 911, I smelled, it smells like a dead body in the back of my daughter's car. That is word for word on the voicemail. It smelled like a dead body. But I thought what I thought that was the most interesting thing when I was watching this documentary was they later at some point, and I don't know the timeline, found on 
uh, Casey's computer that she had looked up yes, how to make chloroform, chlorophyll, chloroform. chloroform. One of them you, you can drink, yeah. whatever, whatever's the one that not knocks die. you that fucking knocks you out on Casey's mm-hmm. computer. Like obviously to do something to the body and the mom covered it up. at first. I believe she first backtracked and or she said something like, Oh, I don't know what that is, blah, blah. And then later on, she got up on the stand and said, Oh, that was just me. I was just looking up how to make cleaning supplies on Casey's computer. So she covered it up. Like these are all just, I also want to add to Natalie's thing real quick. Sorry. That um, to this day, the dad does not have contact with Casey. He was just kind of like done with her. And the mom is like, no, like I still talk to her. So that's kind of edgy there. Um, It's hard when you're a mom. Jocelyn, what do you know? Thank you, Natalie, for your input. Jocelyn, what do you think? Did she did it? Did she not do it? Um, Oh, she definitely. She she did it. Her hands. I I was doing a little bit of research as well that for those wondering he did represent george zimmerman as well as aaron hernandez so he's a pretty high profile lawyer Man, he so got everybody under his belt literally he got them all, all the murderers I'd, I'd ask him too if i killed someone but <laughs> dawson said i could offer up a blowjob or <laughs> Not two, but if you did it incriminating herself again okay oh, so joss joss thinks she did it no she definitely um, did it i okay. i don't know if i believe that the mom i don't know if i believe that the mom helped i find it strange that the mom would call 911 on the daughter call the police on the daughter and then help her cover it up i find that weird but i there's just too much evidence she lied so much there was decay body smell in the back of the car like i don't know that that to me is like the biggest mm, yeah like that's okay amanda what about you how do you feel about the case Okay, I also saw that Hulu documentary that Natalie's talking about, and I'm heated. Um, she 100% did it. There's, like, no doubt in my <laughs> mind. Um, I agree. Okay, so I have, a like, a little bit of a different take than Natalie and Jocelyn on the mom. I mm-hmm. don't think the mom helped kill her. I don't think the mom had anything to do with the death. I think the mom was just a surprise when she was missing and all that stuff. But I think that as the trial went on and, like, they started piecing together, like, the parents started piecing together that their daughter, like, killed her. And like, that's for me, like really rocked me. And like, it almost like sent a bigger chill down my spine was that like, okay, so case 101, like if you're under being charged for murder, like you need to present a different like case or like a different possibility to what happened. And Jose Baez and his team decided to introduce um, her daughter or her father, Casey's father, as a child molester, and that he was the one who abused Kaylee. Well, that's why she don't her. talk to the dad anymore. But yeah, right. and they like, did do that. He, he literally, like Jose Bias, told him, like, you need to take this one for your daughter. Like, you need to just like say it wasn't that you true. Her. And he was like, I'm not doing that. He was also a police officer, I think, for the Orange County like Sheriff's Department, or he was somehow related or um, involved oh, with Orange County. Is like. Um, they framed the dad but they tried to frame him which is part of the reason why they she was acquitted I think for the murder because they like were able to provide some sort of other and like Casey went on the stand and told this like insanely like not true story about how her dad used to also like abuse her at some point and like that's how she knows that her daughter was abused and I think that that's bullshit and then also um Zanny the nanny (laughs) is bullshit because her boyfriend at the time Casey's boyfriend at the time was interviewed and said that like she used to when they were living on their own without the parents 
she used to give her daughter Xanax and put her to sleep for hours on end so that they can go out and party. And the joke was that she was with Zanny the nanny. And like she was with oh, God. the nanny because she was with Xanax. And that's why she I was remember asleep. This. I think what happened was that she gave her daughter a little too much Xanax. The poor little girl, you know, fell asleep, died in her sleep. The mom came back and like was like in a drunken, drugged stupor, didn't know what the fuck to do. And like just like didn't know how to handle this and like lie after lie after lie. Do you think she OD'd her daughter? I think she OD'd her daughter. I don't think she's guilty of first degree murder, but I think she's guilty of involuntary manslaughter. I agree. Mm-hmm. This, this is a very I, like I, think, I haven't thought of that one. Yeah, 100%. I thought that. Right, so I think that I'm too. Gonna, I'm gonna give y'all some more food for thought. Sorry, here. I know I ran. No, so take no, a minute Amanda, to post a think, picture of her on our social media because this bitch looks crazy. You can see the crazy yes. in her eyes. Yes. No, uh, Amanda, you no. Ta- you touched on a uh, several different key points, so I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So we've talked pretty much about a ton of the different details in here. I do want to say one quick thing. In the month that the child was gone, and this is something we haven't talked about, um, Casey's out there living it up. She's taking pictures. She gets a haircut. She even gets a brand new tattoo, uh, tattooed it in Italian saying Bella Vita, which for those of you that don't know, it means beautiful life. Um, So is it so beautiful? Your daughter's been gone. Life is beautiful. Right. right, like Allegedly. supposedly kidnapped. Why? Right. Why, is, why like, is life beautiful? beautiful? They be found her at bars. They found her at clubs. She was, at she was downtown at Swigs, probably swinging off the sleigh. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Flashing she was her at the club, having sure. a good ass time. So, unfortunately, and you might ask yourself, okay, this was 2008. You know, why? Why don't we have? Why wasn't she found guilty? Here's the thing. The child passes away in June and the remains aren't found until December. So unfortunately, the cause of death is not confirmed because the remains are too far gone. You know, like there's no way for them to be able to know exactly what happened. They can't test the body, the blood, nothing like child gone, unfortunately. So um, she does have search history in her computer, Casey, um, of how to poison and then tape the mouth of someone, which is really interesting because that's almost identically of how they found the skull with tape on. Like they found like duct tape on the remains of duct tape in the correct. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, so I'm glad you have all said what you needed to say. Um, do I think she did it again? Don't hate me America, but I'm not sure because here's the thing. I think either it was her or her dad or her mom. one, one One of the three did it. Um, do I think that Casey's whack? No, the bitch is definitely whack. Is she crazy? Yeah, 100%. But I mean, she lived at the home with her parents. Anyone- I just feel like if they would have done it, they would all be speaking to each other. But the fact that the dad isn't is like. Right. So he was done with that bitch when the trial started. He yeah, no, said I- that he thinks she did it. He said, and, and, and to those of us, yeah, nah. to those of you listening, the father was involved. Like he was, I think, he was a police officer or a PI, so he had uh, some type of familiarity with how to, like, how bodies smell, like when they're decomposing and things like that. So when he found, when they, the parents found the car, he was like, "Oh, sh- something's not right." Part of me does think she did it. Um, I don't know if she did it intentionally. I think a lot of the times they frame her as like, no, she was out here premeditated wanting to kill the daughter. No, I definitely think um, she I don't think, I think it was accident. I think it was an accidental. I now, didn't know the Xanax thing. And now yeah. that makes sense. Zanny the nanny. But I'm going to leave y'all with uh, 
my favorite. Another little Reddit conspiracy food for thought, and I'll leave y'all maybe questioning um, the whole case. Maybe, hopefully, I don't know. Okay, so people think that George, the father, the grandfather, was possibly molesting the child. And I know Amanda already kind of said this, but here's what happened. Some people that claim to be psychologists, I can neither confirm nor deny this on the cyber web, but they are saying that Casey was a victim of incest. So um, it's clear that she engages in defenses of compartmentalization and denial, whatever the hell that means. But basically they're saying that, you know, she, that Casey is experiencing or exhibiting symptoms of PTSD. Um, She's able to go out and party no matter what did happen to her child. But then she's also very hurt about it, which is, I guess, symptoms of PTSD. I'm not a doctor. Um, her, her family's reaction to the accusations indicate that they are not able to even process the information as the family has such a culture of denial and unspokenness surrounding every aspect of their lives. And this person continues to say, I'm a psychologist, da, 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 da. And then she says that many of the victims of incest that I have worked with are convicted of child molestation people who have committed murder. Everything I have witnessed has convinced me that there's some truth to her allegations against her father. Otherwise, since it never came up later in the trial and didn't function as a defense whatsoever, why even bring it up? Um, So I think what this person is trying to say is that Kaylee, because one thing that I actually didn't touch on, they never, they, the father never came forward saying like, hey, I'm the dad. They never knew who the father was. At first, they thought it was like a fiance of hers um, that she had at some point. But that dude was never like, oh, no, it could have never been me. Then they thought it was some mm-hmm. other dude. But she never got a paternity test from any of the potential baby dad. No, I which- think the fiance did do a paternity test because he wanted to be her dad. But, but, he wasn't. This, but he wasn't. And then she had a longtime boyfriend that they thought maybe. But then she was also like, you know, like but a they, one night But wonder, there was so. never a confirmed father. Right. Of, 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 of Kaylee, the daughter, right? And again, these are theories, conspiracy theories. Obviously, it's not that I believe this, but I'm, I, I, yeah, I think that I whole like, Reddit post is absolute bullshit. Like, like, first of all, it didn't even make sense. I like stirring the pot. Basically, what they're saying is that George is the father of Kaylee. Yeah, that's what he I was basically, saying. Do they think that she's the daughter of her mom and her grandfather? No. No. She, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of his daughter and her. And the dad. Yeah. Like yeah. The dad was impregnated. Correct. And so that's why the mom, like, feels bad because she's guilty and she's like, oh, I let my daughter, you know, go through this or whatever. And uh, then that's why they're saying that Casey's bullshit. experiencing PTSD, such and such. Um, regardless, I think She killed her. She yeah, could, she yeah, killed she her. She probably so. killed her. But it was an accident. Another another person too on Reddit, and I'm not going to read through it, but real briefly, people were saying that they think that the child accidentally drowned while in the care of the grandparents, and that um, in efforts to kind of like save the the family or save the I don't know what they were trying to do, uh, cover it up that they ended up. Um, like disposing of her body, which I don't know what person hmm. in the right I mind just, like, would do that. Refuse to believe that if this father who had a professional career somehow, some way in law enforcement, and was somehow related to this murder, would make such fucking moronic lies and mistakes on how to cover up a crime. Like if you are supposedly, or not supposedly, you are involved in 
law enforcement to a degree and you're trying to cover up a murder, like, you know how to do this. You're not going to come up with a random person that says that she has right. a kid. You're not going right. to fucking say that you're not going to let your daughter say she works somewhere where she doesn't work. Like this would have been a much cleaner, like lie if the father was involved. I feel 100%, like hundred percent. This is true. All right. Well, thank you guys um, for, no, 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 bitch. no, thank you. Um, you know what, Casey, you might have done it. Um, moving on it. to Casey, you did it. I don't like that. I don't like that we're giving her a pass in this. To be honest no, with you, she I did it. Casey, she is up. a terrible person. And- I wonder who okay. she is. Moving, she's, 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 a, she's an aspiring photographer now in South Florida. Um, okay, moving on to our next and final case for the evening, ladies. Um, we're going to talk about Scott Peterson. This case is probably Oof. not as well known as the other two cases, but. Basically, this is the deal here. Scott Peterson um, is married to his wife, Lacey Peterson. She is eight months pregnant. Lacey, on the morning of Christmas Eve of this year, or like whatever year it was that she went missing, um, she goes out for a walk with her dog. And the dog comes back, but she never comes back. So (laughs) Lacey is missing. And to give you a quick... Um, look into what Scott was doing while Lacey goes missing uh, Christmas Eve morning. Scott was out there fishing in the San Francisco Bay and later the body of her unborn child and of Lacey is found in the bay. Scott is one of the only ones, uh, actually the only one in the three cases that we talked about today that was found guilty he was found, he was convicted of first degree murder of Lacey and second degree mur- murder, second degree murder of Connor, which was their unborn child at that time. So that's in a nutshell what the Scott Peterson case is. Um, I invite all of you listeners to actually look this up because 2020 was a big year for Scott Peterson. They basically got him off of death row um, because he was sentenced to death by a lethal injection. And so he was just kind of waiting to get shot up with the meds and die. And then uh, in 2020, they took him off of death row. And now they're appealing again in 2021. um, And things are actually looking good for him. So that being said, go watch the documentary. I think there's one on Hulu, Fire, Flames, tons of stuff that we may not be touching on today because of our time. But does everyone know Scott Peterson? What do you guys think? What do you guys Yes, feel? I know him personally. No, okay, good. And what do you think about his uh, innocence or guiltiness or whatever? I don't know. If, I don't know if I believe he did it. I just think he was a hoe and he was cheating on his wife. I don't. This is one where he was convicted, and I don't know if I necessarily believed he did it. I definitely that's, think this was me. a really. Sorry, Joss. No, 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 you're fine. I was just saying that's me personally. This is the only one where I'm like, eh, he was convicted. I don't know if he, I don't know if he really did this one. That's a pretty gruesome murder to kill your wife and the kid, the unborn. It wouldn't be the first one. I know, but I I feel like he really had like motive. He wanted to have a mistress. He wanted to be with the mistress. Here's why I do think he, Uh, uh, honestly, of all three cases, if anyone should be walking away just solely based on evidence, it would be him. That's what Um, I'm saying. Yes. The other two are like wildly obvious that they were involved. Mm -hmm, Um, Right. But I think, and this is like probably, there's two things. One, even if you didn't 
if you were just a hoe and like didn't really want to be married to your wife anymore or whatever, like the fact that she was pregnant and the child was so close to being born, his first child, like that's me in and of itself. And it was a boy. A lot of men are like, oh, my first son, you know? Right. And like, to me, I feel like maybe you wouldn't be so focused on her or like her missing, but you would be more focused on like, we need to get my son back or like whatever, like your verbiage would be a little bit more on him. And then the second thing was, you touched on it, Joss, like he was a hoe, he was having an affair. And when he like two weeks before his wife's disappearance, he broke down to his girlfriend crying and saying, I've lied to you. I am married. I was married, but this is the first Christmas I'll spend without my wife. And this was two weeks before she even disappeared. So it seems like he was trying to cover, like maybe he lied to this bitch, was like, no, I'm not married because I'm never going to fucking do anything more than just like fuck her a couple of times, fell in love with her or whatever. And then was like, fuck, now I need to clean up my tracks because yes. I want to be with this girl now. Yes. Yeah. So I that's think- why I think he did. So it. what do you think? So Amanda, so you think, you know, like you're unsure of. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like if I was. You wouldn't jury, have convicted him. Right. I wouldn't no, know. Okay. But like okay. in my head at night, like I know he didn't. Okay. And he knows he All right, didn't. Vanessa, how do you feel about him? I don't know. Cause I literally remember this case happening and I remember seeing their pictures everywhere. Like I remember you going to a grocery store and you cannot avoid the pictures of her, like her huge belly. Like I remember how sad it was. This is a big one. Honestly, like it's one of those things that it's like, if he didn't do it, then who did it? You know what I mean? Like he had every motive to do it. But there's just not enough evidence. There's not enough evidence. He if he did like, do it, I, I got you. Wait, like, I remember clean. when they were trying to reenact, like, if because they had a boat, right? Like, if they reenacted him, like, throwing a body off the boat. Like, I literally remember watching this as a kid and then being like, oh, the boat would capsize. So, like, how would he and have thrown so the boat? so big. Yeah, so it's like, I remember thinking all, all those things and I'm just like, oh, like, I'm very, like, in the middle. Like, I don't know if he did it. So you two are torn. Yeah. I'm Okay, Jocelyn, torn. you feel like torn I, as well? Like I said in the beginning, Dawson already went. Yeah, I, I don't think gone. he did it. <laughs> okay, Natalie. Natalie's really hard. hyped about this. I know Natalie's because like, she's I'm an investigator. <laughs> anyway, I'm going through the grid in order. <laughs> literally, was like, oh. and then you're like Vanessa. I was like, oh. you're Amanda. I was like, okay. Anyway, right, Nat, what do you got? Let me, just, let me spit these out for all of you. Okay, I also don't know. Honestly, I'm pretty torn. Which is, I she's like, wait, 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 wait. Be on me. I have the same opinion as everybody else. <laughs> right, but I got some facts. I got some cold hard facts for you, bitches. Okay, okay so all the things that have really like painted him as this terrible guy, which hands down, terrible guy, terrible husband, was the mistress. Obviously, was him saying she's uh, already gone before she was dead. The interview he did with Martha, uh, what's her name? Not Martha, not Martha Stewart. Oh my God. Was it Barbara Walters? Yeah. Katie Couric, Meredith Vieira, one of them. One of them. Anyway, (laughs) he said, my wife was, uh, and then he paused. Yeah. And then he corrected himself and said, is beautiful person. And then him being at the candlelight vigil for her, seeing like, like crying about to go on stage and like be in tears over his wife missing calls the mistress and says that he's having a great time in Paris in Europe where he's supposedly where he because he, he lied to the mistress telling her he was in Europe and he was business, in Europe but he was doing the vigil Continue. right and then so a lot of things I, I found out on the other side of it was just I think the trial as a whole was so messed up and so fucked up from a legal point first of all the jury was like everyone knew about this case even like Vanessa saying she was a child and she knew about this case so the fact of having an unbiased jury 
was never going to happen, especially them happen. having the case. We would in have California. had to get the Canadians involved. Oh, just just right. kidding. Vanessa was a Canadian at the time. Yeah, and she so. knew. And she even she she knew, knew about it. Just kidding. I wasn't so, in Canada at the time, actually. But oh, okay. She's all over. And then another thing to what Vanessa was saying about like, but who would who would have done it? I that's what I thought too. And then this podcast I listened to actually like went back, and this is why they're so you know trying so hard to um, reverse the what the fuck is it the, uh, uh, the conviction? Appeal. Yeah, they're appealing it is because at that time in not Montecito, but Modesto, I think where it is in I California. Think it's Modesto, yeah. Yeah, Modesto, California. There were seven or eight, I could be incorrect on these numbers, pregnant women that were kidnapped in like the span of two years in the same years that Lacey was really? you know, missing. Yeah. Like there ended up I've being, never heard that. Yeah, I just heard I just heard that earlier um today when I was doing research. So they went back and like they were able to see that there are trends of pregnant women being kidnapped in either the city and in surrounding cities. And then also, yeah, the whole thing with the boat uh, that Vanessa was saying, so they actually weren't allowed to bring that evidence into the court. The judge oh. ruled that as like, they just, he said it wasn't pertinent Admissible. to the case or whatever. Yeah. 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 So even though they did that, they were like, you can't use this. Um, and then the third thing I saw, I heard that was super interesting was the dogs that smelled out uh, Lacey's, uh, body over by the bay before they had found her I believe a lot of them said that the dogs had failed their test whatever the fucking test yeah is. that's the correct dogs yeah the, the dogs, dogs the dogs test. no the dogs had not passed the test and so I guess the person they hired that like handles the dog um wasn't completely honest about how the dog had basically they have to have like a really good score like let's say you're going to like dog college so you need to have like a 90 or something like that and the dog oh, Coco would to fail. pass uh, yeah I think to pass they needed like a like a certain number and the dog was significantly under the number that he needed to pass the dog but didn't the dog test. find him anyway so like why does that matter the other th- no no the dog didn't find no the, the no the dog the bodies were found by some it. random person oh, okay. oh i thought the, the dog found the body just, no the dog no. sniffed like if the the dog sniff or the dog whiff brought him to the bay like they brought them to the bay where like before he they docked, found the bodies where he docked the boat oh, yeah but that would make sense if like that was his wife and like she was on that so boat at one point that was the second That's part the of thing. it was that like the dogs failed the test first of all so the evidence that they have is not really even valid but second a lot of the stuff they gave the dog to smell was from Scott's house also. So they were saying that the stuff was cross-contaminated with Scott's smell and they knew he was at the bay that day. Right. So I don't know. This case is fishy as hell. It's so what do you mass- so what do you think, Nat? You think he did it, he didn't do it, you're not sure. I'm not I, I don't know. Like it just seemed I think finding out that there were other pregnant ladies being kidnapped, like that was like this one person's like niche of people. Um, really kind of threw me off. He's just as he seems like an actual dick, like just a real bad guy. But I, yeah, really, I, I mean, no one said he's like, you could be a bad husband and not be a murderer. That's <laughs> did true. they find the remains of like shooter. the unborn child, or it was just yeah. they did? They yeah. did. I Which is and crazy. I was reading that. Mean, hold on, can I? I'm sorry, does that no, mean she gave ahead. birth? I've been confused no, about that too. She had so, given birth. That yeah, they, so they found birth. the child outside of the body. They so they did find the child outside of the body, but. Another thing, and, you know, again, this is why I invite people to actually look at the documentaries because none of us are doctors or, like, forensic scientists. But basically what they were saying was um, that the wave action at that time of the year would have 
impacted her enough to remove the child from out of her womb the defense was like the prosecution was saying that the defense was like there's no way in hell because there's there's yeah the waves and they were not against the rocks just the waves against the rocks is a different story like you could probably lose a limb if you're smacked around against a rock you know enough times (laughs) at the right angle but the the defense was saying you know for the time of the year that she was found um and where she was found the tidal waves are not like that it's not like she was in the middle of the ocean she was in the coast like she never left the bay she was just kind of floating around in the bay right and he also says that sea animals such as whales dolphins are they show up beached on the shore or not beach because beaches is a different thing but they show up on the shore dead um for whatever reason they die and they come up on the shore like whole like you know a full animal you know maybe they'll have an injury from a shark that's different if an animal bites into you but it's not like the waves like you know what i mean like no i wonder if like just so that's what they were saying so they could never confirm because obviously she's in the ocean they couldn't confirm if like somebody like cut the baby out or if she gave birth and then the baby was there like and the baby was very close to full term i mean some of us are premature not me but i think some of you are um i wasn't Vanessa, were you the premature? What? I was. Or were you premature? I was born a month early, a month and a half. Early. Okay, yeah. So, 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 like, let's say her mom was eight months pregnant, and you know, Vanessa's like healthy, hearty, living her life here. So, I feel like, I feel like maybe the child could have been born at eight months yeah, and still looked like a full born. grown, you know, or maybe yeah. we, we don't know. That's the other thing. Like, we don't. Well, know I just if the don't think he did it. I just think he was cheating and being a hoe. I don't really think he did it, to be honest. You know what? I would agree with you on this. Now, and I'm going to say a couple think, things. Wait, can I make one more point? Yes, I also go ahead. think that his lawyers were not very good. And I feel like the entire case. No, really- they, they should have called Jose Baez. <laughs> well, they should have. I know Natalie made. Yes, he should have. I know Natalie made the point about it being biased like the jury being biased but I think it was more than that I actually just think like the entire legal process was just very messy it was very messy and it definitely didn't work in his favor something that was super interesting that kind of turned the case at the very beginning that kind of like really knocked down what the prosecution was saying the defense came in hot right so they found on uh the home family computer that someone was looking up this like sunflower scarf or something <laughs> online, right? And, it was an umbrella, the sunflower umbrella. Okay. And, and Lacey it, loved sunflowers. Right. And it was during the time, like the timestamp on the computer is the time that they had already reported her missing. Like it was the time that she was supposed to be out, out on her walk dead. And like right. Scott was on the boat. Like they know Scott was on the boat during that right. time. So they found like someone was using this fucking computer. Looking right. This up. Right. So that's honestly a great point. Thank you, Natalie. I had forgotten about that. So yeah, honestly, I don't think Scott did it. And I know that I've been very um, controversial throughout this whole episode uh, because I Honestly, some of y'all might want me on the jury because it takes a lot to convince me that some of y'all did some of this, but <laughs> I don't think Scott did it. And I'm going to tell you why. The umbrella, th- the sunflower thing is a fantastic point. Also, there are several witnesses, uh, several neighbors that have claimed to have seen her, like a ton of them. It's not just one. It's not like, you know, Fulana across the street that was like, oh, I think I saw, you know, it's like, Fulana, 
<laughs> it's like full on people that were like knows a fulana. Right. So like it's it was Christmas Eve. Like most people are off. Most people are driving around town doing shit. Several people, several people saw her out there walking the dog after Scott had left for work because he did some saying. work before he went to the to the boat thing. So um number one, the computer, number two, number three. So Scott was a fertilizer salesman, but he had like a little freshwater boat or like a little boat that he would use to go out and go fishing or whatever. Um, He had it in like the storage unit where he would go and like email from when he wasn't in the office or whatever. Scott sends an email that morning. Like who in their right mind is like, okay, I'm going to murder them, but let me send this email real quick. Someone who knows they got to create a trail for themselves. I don't think he's that smart though. That's what I'm saying. Oh. He's a fucking fertilizer salesman. The fumes got to his head. Like, he cannot be that good. <laughs> so then on top of that, um, I'm sorry, after that, the the dogs, Natalie already mentioned this. Um, the other thing, too, is that, like, when he went out fishing, he has a parking ticket time stamped. You know, like, when you go into a parking garage, when you go to this marina, you have to, like, pay to park there. Mm-hmm. He has a parking ticket from the marina for the time that he was there at the time that they allegedly claimed that she was like, you know, murdered or kidnapped or whatever, right? There were people working at the marina and people that lived at the marina because this is California, right? So people live off their boats and they all claimed to have seen him there. He was there fishing. I don't even know how this man was convicted. Not only that, but he had a small boat, as I mentioned previously. So think of like, um, I don't know, a, a tiny little fucking raft. And you can see into that, right? Like if you're if you're on the dock, you know, you don't have to be like 10 feet above him to see into the boat. It's a small little boat. It's like a little raft. Um, they could see into the boat and there was nothing in the boat but what you would bring for fishing. If you're going to bring a body, I mean, this boat cannot be bigger than like 10 feet long and maybe like three feet wide. Like, yeah. There's no way. It's not like and he's driving a yacht around. You. That's what I'm someone's saying. Gonna, someone's going to see it. There was nothing in there. There wasn't even a blanket where you could be like, oh, maybe it was. On. No, there was nothing. It was him and his fishing gear. And that's it. So is it fishy, pun intended, that he was fishing in the area where she was found? Yeah. But it's also San Francisco Bay. Like they don't have, I mean, they probably do have lakes, but they don't have no, like theory. anywhere else. They don't have what we have in Florida, the Everglades. They don't have the swamps. They can't just be out here. Oh, do I throw it in the ocean? Do I throw it in the swamp? They only have the ocean, period. Right? Um, <laughs> on top of that, Natalie also touched on this. When the defense tried to reenact the whole boat scenario, they could not do it successfully once. She's pregnant. She's eight months pregnant. She's an average size woman. I don't know what the average woman weighs when she's pregnant, but I'm going to say it's A over... Lot. Over about 150 pounds plus, right? Like that's what I would assume. Bitch, I'm 150 pounds. I was gonna say maybe just don't. <laughs> maybe just pregnant. don't throw it. Just shut I up. Personally attacked. Maybe just yeah. Don't throw I'm like I'm definitely over. I said 150 plus, so maybe like 200. Beyonce was like 250, so whatever. Like maybe you're women's, 150 plus. Women pregnant. get heavy when they're pregnant. For him to have carried her onto the boat and then throw her over the like there's no way that right dead weight is super heavy yeah right it's not like and then and the crazy thing was the judge apology. wouldn't let them so they the uh jury when they tried to do the boat thing they did it on land right and they were like well why can't we test it in the water and the judge said it's too it's unsafe for you guys to try it in the water because it might flip over like what the fuck 
then yeah. obviously they well, right. I, mean, like, I get the judge being like it might happen so to spare you <laughs> right this death. whole case was let's bold. not do that so i do want to touch on two i'm sorry three more things before i talk about the mistress real quick so uh the other thing is that a lot of witnesses reported uh two men following again She's in a well-populated area. There was a nurse that was on her break shift smoking a cigarette who saw her walking the dog well after she's allegedly missing or whatever or taken. Um, There's a lot of witnesses that reported two men harassing her while she was walking the dog, which honestly, as a witness, like if you ever see that, maybe just call the police, especially if she's like- burglary across the street. There was a burglar, a burglar, burglary, burglary (laughs) across the street. From their home, they found the robbers and they were like, yeah, we robbed the place, but we didn't take her. And they left it at that, right? Um, The other thing too was when they went to catch him, the authorities, when the police went to get him, once they were like, oh, this is our dude, this is our guy. um, He had his brother's ID and he had uh, bleached hair with a huge amount of cash. So everyone's like, oh, he's fleeing, he's going to Mexico, he's going to go camping, you know, he's guilty, whatever, more incriminating information. Um, But what later was found was that uh, Scott was going to go meet his brother and father at a golf course. um, And he had changed his appearance to avoid the press, because this was, again, a media circus, a media frenzy, everybody knew who he was. So he was just trying to literally like, go golf with his brother and his dad. $50,000 in cash. But honestly, if you're they said a big... it was for his mother, they took he took the cash out for his mom, and his mom mm. def- his his mom spoke on her behalf, saying yeah. That but I mean, Casey Anthony's mom. Last time I checked, having fifteen thousand dollars is not a 50, crime. Fifty five zero. I'm not saying it's a crime. I'm saying it's fishy. It's That's a, a lot fishy. of money. To it's be a little suspicious. You. But like, you don't but like. I've... What if he was? What Casey if he was Anthony like, was more suspicious? Like, come on. Oh, but I think that bitch did it too. I'm not on any jury, so none of this shit okay, falls so on me. Okay, so I will say, I will say something against him. He had, he was selling the house and he was planning on selling her car. Not something that a man in mourning would do. Um, additionally, we've already touched on this briefly, the mistress. Um, although there's a caveat with the mistress, right? Like he's a cheater, he's a schmuck, whatever you want to call him. But the mistress went to the police first and she said, hey, I saw this on TV. I'm the mistress. And the cops were like, oh, perfect. The break, the lead we needed this whole time. Ahaha. So they convinced her to work with the cops and record their conversations to further incriminate him. Um, yeah, she which, was trying to protect you, herself. I agree. She was obviously, they claimed she was a victim, not a part of it. And I agree that too. But um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like another thing that people talked about was his demeanor. They thought he was too cool, calm, and collected for it. At the beginning, he agreed to do a polygraph. Then he also then he denied doing the polygraph. But again, I cannot stress this enough. Please go watch the Hulu documentary. I got something phenomenal job really quickly on his demeanor, and I totally and I get that. And seeing the clips from him and the shit that he said, I'm like, damn, this dude is cold. He did not love this bitch. Let me just point that out. But what I also started thinking about on the flip side, have you guys have all seen the Chris Watts, the American house dad, whatever. 
Yeah. He was someone that was in front of the cameras, front and center, begging for his wife to come home. That was crying to the police that I just want them found. I just want them. This is not. And he fucking he probably killed called up Scott Peterson and was like, yo, what'd you do? So I what do, do I need to not do? Exactly. Like he was someone that was crying, crying so dramatic. And then only for but a month a later thing. to be like, they're in a tank. But there was a thing with him that he was always dramatic about his wife, but he was never dramatic about his kids and they were saying i remember watching the documentary and they were saying it's like someone that you would think it's like of course it's your wife but it's like also your kids it's like a part of you right and he was just like oh yeah yeah like i i hope my daughters come home so it was just like that's what i'm saying like he, he did not for one of them i yeah. wouldn't care like it would make sense if he wasn't mourning the loss of his wife because he was done with that bitch like he had another one but like the mm-hmm. son your firstborn child like that to me screams like mm. I do want to say quickly though everybody is different when it comes to expressing their emotions um and some people are you know like me we wear our heart on our sleeves we're out here jumping we're screaming we're always like you know but it could be the shock the realization of fuck you know like, like in shock for a couple of days. maybe i clearly had to like you know profess on camera but like and, a tear or two and also like maybe he was private and he cried at home and then like maybe he didn't know how to juggle these feelings right maybe he had maybe he dealt with depression or anxiety and maybe he was like i don't want to do the wrong thing at the wrong time so- i just don't see how like someone who was under the microscope every second of the day like someone didn't catch him breaking down you yeah. know what i mean like if he was constantly looked at by the media then I mean, you can take a picture of someone's house so long as their blinds are open and you see what's inside. It's public property or information or whatever. So, like, yes, people mourn differently, but, like, I just, like, can't fathom. I personally think that he didn't do it. I agree. Um, But you know what, ladies? I have loved this past hour with you guys. I This was very juicy. This was... (laughs) very entertaining and i'm glad that you guys joined us for today's episode um really quickly though let me know what you're cheersing to this week thank you jocelyn um i'm actually prepared this week i am cheersing to me consistently going to the gym except for today and monday and sunday but before that i had gone so inconsistently (laughs) before that i had gone five days in a row and i'll be getting back on it tomorrow yay love to see it nat um i'm keeping the same energy as joss but i did work out today so maybe my cheers is like a little bit more special but anyway a little bit (laughs) just kidding but Going off of last week, remember how I was talking shit that I couldn't do a push-up? Well, bitches, I did 10. And damn, they were hard. The last five, not great. Okay, I did a solid five. But I am I can do push-ups. So that's my cheers. on the floor? No. Them bitches oh. were up. A girl was in blank. <laughs> that's why I said five. I wanted to say 10, but I couldn't even lie to myself. All right, it was five. The last five were like the little, you know, the little like down you go and you call it a push-up. That's it. So cheers to me. Cheers, bitch. Cheers. <laughs> okay, I got mine. Amanda? Um, I'm going to cheers to making a month at my new job. Um, Has it been a month already? Already. It's been, yeah, this is my fifth week. Time just goes by so fast. So quick. It truly flies. Um, I'm still not doing a whole lot, but like I'm getting those paychecks. So I'm just going to. What's good? 
Keep it coming. Write it out. You just float the first. All couple. right, V. What's your cheers into, girl? Remember now. I'm gonna cheers too because I recently did my my monthly updates for my budgets. Woo! And I realized that I will be credit card debt free by the end of March. Oh, <gasps> wow! Woo! We debt. We stand a debt credit card free debt. bitch. So yes, we love a financially stable bitch. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to be cheersing to something major. Um, I actually found uh, the perfect mom jeans over the weekend. And <laughs> I, Jeanette, <laughs> y'all know I'm sarcastic. Leave me alone. Anyways, you know, these you young kids. Okay, so actually, no, I false statement. I found a few mom jeans that did, fit me. Did the Gen Zs bully you into wearing? No, bitch. I just, I just love, you know, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I'm a fashion icon. So you I don't need even to like to wear touch. jeans. But maybe I will now. Leave me alone. Mind your business. So mm-hmm. I found okay. these jeans. Um, two of them, Levi's, thrifted. My ass looks juicy, delicious, mm-hmm. like a plum peach. Um, the two of them, vintage Levi's, and then one of them, Guess, and then one of them uh, from Express. And the booty looking fab, the waist looking snatched. And Love honestly, it. you Gen Zs don't know what the fuck is coming for y'all because I got a booty to fit these pants, so watch out. I don't understand. They, they don't know. They, they don't Tide be- Pods. We'll I've eat been loving that they don't even go here honestly well all right guys yeah natalie we're attacking your kind yeah i was like i'm just gonna sit here quietly if you're you're a gen z if you're a gen z listening thank you for listening and if you're anyone listening thank you for listening thank you for listening to gossiping the podcast where we gossip while we sip Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gossip and Podcast. And tune in next week for a brand new episode. Bye. 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 Casey Anthony did it. <laughs>